0: Garbage in Garbage out
1: Garbage in Garbage out Hello, hello, everyone. I hope you had a great January 6th Remembrance Week. Welcome to another Gigo Cast episode where we can help sharpen everyone's media consumption habits by covering 15 trailers and entertainment topics in as close to an hour as possible. Good God, that's a mouth! Uh, my name's Kelton, and joining me this week is my co-host Grift. Hey, Grift, uh, what Lin Manuel Miranda songs have you been listening to recently? All right, okay.
2: Just because my family got Disney Plus does not mean I am rewatching Hamilton ad nauseum to celebrate uh, the the uh, anniversary of the greatest attack on democracy in the history of uh, humanity. Um, you know, like. <laughs> I, I released a, a 9-11 uh, merch collection this year. I was considering doing the same thing for January sixth, but you know, you you uh, honestly, you got to stop somewhere. You got to draw the line. This is a hallowed day of remembrance. Uh, I, I, you know, like really, all you should be doing is posting a black square on Instagram.
1: Hey, I mean, if it's how we defeated racism, it's how we can defeat the January sixth <laughs> protesters. So it works out.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, if okay, if someone has a good Ashley Babbitt shirt concept, hit me up in the DMs. I'm, 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 I'm open to it.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Lorena Babbitt, maybe, yeah. uh, type thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> It's the nostalgia poison is what it is but joining us this week we have a a very wonderful guest it's uh, Chris the fantasy god Murphy I I say this because Chris trounced me in fantasy football and has been nice enough to come on the podcast how is it going
0: Uh, it's going good you know um, it was really it was very very close. it it came down to one point because of some guy I picked up at the last second so I I don't know I know people don't care about other people's fantasy teams but that was pretty
1: crazy (laughs) well guess what on this podcast we're talking about my goddamn fantasy team you know (laughs) it's what the people crave as then we watch the the, uh, tune out immediately so uh, we won't we won't go on that that much about it but my goodness here we have a wonderful slate of things going on Uh, let's talk about a little bit of box office news right up the top here Uh, the 355 uh, a spy movie that you didn't know came out came out and uh completely flopped it made four and a half uh, million dollars at the box office here uh did y'all watch the trailer for this movie
2: yeah i remember seeing this trailer in theaters and yeah no i'm glad this piece of like woke cia propaganda flopped uh yeah honestly like
1: cia indeed yeah like
2: any any uh trailer that uses uh run this town in 2021 is is not going to make it
1: i think you can expand that to rihanna in general like uh, no one's using rihanna music in a pro cia movie for good intentions i think you know, it, it's not quite happening uh, th- for anyone who's wondering about what's going on in this uh, trailer here. Uh, it basically c- goes ahead and covers uh, about what happens when a top secret weapon falls into mercenary hands. So female uh, spies from across the globe have to join forces together and uh, stop. Evil from happening. Uh, it has Jessica Chastain in it, Sebastian Stan, Penelope Cruz, uh, Diane Kruger, Lupita Nyong'o, as well as Edgar Ramirez and Fan Bingbing. Really, kind of a global cast with an A-list talent and. It made $4.8 million in over 3,000 theaters. When you break it all down, basically, uh, if you take the number of showings as well, uh, 16 people saw this movie per theater per showing, which is just abysmal across the board. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he ran the numbers <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's really bad it's a uh, the statistician brain that that's uh slowly poisoning me but i think anyone who thought that this movie would be good was really kind of uh trying to think about the upside because it's a film starring Jessica Chastain who I think is kind of true neutral who wanted to do a knockoff of a Mission Impossible movie or James Bond movie so then she got the director of that awful 2018 Dark Phoenix film and then the writer of 2004's Catwoman to try and make this <laughs> knockoff like wait
2: what um, like what? what happened to her CIA budget <laughs> like you, like, yeah, like didn't the Dark Phoenix film like kill X-Men movies? Like they just totally destroyed the franchise and now it's getting like looped into the MCU basically? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure.
1: Uh, I, I Again, I haven't seen Spider-Man, but I don't know if X-Men get brought up or anything in it, but I wouldn't be surprised. At the very least, in Doctor Strange, I'm sure they will. But yeah, so get someone who finally put the last nail in the coffin of this uh, X-Men franchise and then someone who clearly uh, I'm sure has worked on other projects, but man, when you have Catwoman uh, on your resume, that's just something you never come back from.
2: <laughs> yeah, we... We all saw that basketball scene. Like <laughs> it, 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 it's and over. Puts it puts in each
0: one of our movies too. It's very weird. There's always a 5-minute basketball uh, mo- uh, montage.
1: <laughs> Sometimes it's just a hard cut to like whatever's going on in March Madness at the moment. <laughs> yeah, like
2: the the different countries that the agents are from in this one is like v- very clearly supposed to be like okay, we got We got the U.S.-Britain, sure. We got Germany for Europe. We got China for Asia. We got, like, Colombia for South America. So they're obviously, like, trying to appeal to just very, like, uh, cynically appeal to different uh, demographics and markets. And, you know, I mean... Probably having a basketball scene makes sense. It's, it's blowing up in China over there. You know, you got to get into the Colombian market now. Uh, I, I'm not going to watch this Just to have find it be out. Baseball, you yeah. know? It's,
1: it's money ball. But, you know, with this same cast, I think it would have made more money because it certainly couldn't have made less. I guess is, uh, the, the point here. But with that out of the way, let's talk about what is a movie I am just so excited for. Let's fucking go. Uh, It's Moonfall, baby. (laughs) We got a second trailer. Uh, I called it from the beginning. Hollow Moon is a thing. It's real. It's happening. Oh, my God. uh, uh it just, just, it's great when you get the director of Independence Day, and then you get the music rights for Bad Moon Rising. You're gonna <laughs> have a wonderful trailer, and that's exactly what happened here. I mean, like not only
2: Independence Day, like Roland Emmerich made 2012. The guy just loves destroying the world. Um, I, i, I was honestly like pondering why he's so obsessed with like just completely obliterating the planet. Um, I mean, it, maybe it has something to do with his participation in brier, brian Sing- singer pool parties. Um, and, you know, what better way to destroy the evidence than to destroy the entire world? But that's a, that's a side, side, uh, sidebar anyway, because this looks fucking awesome. The, he
1: is my Roman Polanski. Uh, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> listen, yeah, sure, maybe some bad things, but the art that came forward out of this. <laughs> it's worth it.
0: Did you see, uh, there's some uh, viral post where it's like, uh, your fave, like, signed that petition, the Roman Polanski petition. Oh yeah, and I was yeah. Like, oh, it, no, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh,
1: Scorsese, <laughs> no. S- oh. Some of our faves may
2: be implicated.
1: <laughs> 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 we, we have to accept just losing them. Um, I I think that this is how you make a trailer to get people excited because i saw it also as a name mentioned michael pena is in this film but he i think he gets like one half second shot in the actual trailer and i'm like oh so there's an entire subplot that's going to be happening in this that we aren't highlighting in this trailer whatsoever this movie has more to give is what i'm saying yeah it honestly i'm here for this
2: trailer honestly felt like a different genre of movie than the first trailer because they, they they did a they did a bit of goofy humor here like they, they did like the ba- the free bagels line at the beginning and then they they fucking Sam Tarly from Game of Thrones being like the moon is out of orbit <laughs> it's like the people gonna come to get us. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Sam.
1: (laughs) The moon is coming. Uh, Great, great. Just fuck me up. Uh, It's a lot better, this kind of role, I think, for him than what Kit Harington's doing as he's being the Black Knight for the MCU. Uh, Just, my God, Uh, a way more fun role, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, this this would make a great double feature with Armageddon. Like I, I know we posted that. The, oh, the, yeah. the Don't look up versus Armageddon meme from the pod account. Just we need we <laughs> we, we need to return to stupid blockbusters that you know turn that that, that that trust the science, science of uh, turning oil <laughs> drillers into astronauts because it's it's easier than turning astronauts into oil drillers.
1: such a good observation by Ben Affleck (laughs) yeah Yeah, it it really is like this is the Chad version of don't look up you know (laughs) like if don't look up uh, was this kind of a thing instead uh, I I think more people would be on board but uh, we don't need to rehash that movie for the fourth thousandth time online so let's instead talk about not at all an overdone trope whatsoever Uh, uh a uh, uh, Mentally Unstable White Woman Witnesses a Murder. Yeah. Uh, it's a trailer for The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that this was going to be a parody. What did y'all think uh, when you first watched it? Uh, I think it's finally it's
0: time that they remake Disturbia but for white ladies
1: <laughs> yes yes
2: oh fucking love disturbia that's uh, underrated underrated gem um but you no, know, I, I totally agree with you in the your note here that it was that you thought it'd be like a scary movie type parody and like how, how does this have enough like juice for an entire show like sh- i have should, no idea this should have been like a tight 90 minute movie because like how are you like how are they going to extend this satire over the course of, like, eight to ten episodes? Like, it's on, like, you know, we, you know, you know what you come to the show for. We're all, we're all on board for, you know, satirically examining uh, suburban psychosis of, like, wine Karens and, like, holding white women accountable. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is. I can see this running out of steam very, very quickly.
0: Cause
1: I thought this was gonna be one of those like weird movies that's like the 40-year-old virgin who couldn't forget Sarah Marshall and felt super bad about it. You know, like that, <laughs> yeah. that kind of a title s- framework. And so, you know, just imagine my shock here when when I was looking and I was finding out, like, oh, this is this is us like they want us to play it straight sometimes but not sometimes and it's a tv show so get invested for at least like six episodes i i don't understand i think netflix's algorithm has said that if you're willing to watch like one movie you're willing to watch six episodes and so they're kind of just stretching everything out and then you know they can just kind of keep on reusing the same sets and things like that yeah, interchangeably it's,
2: it's like how like streaming services are pushing art like uh recording artists to make like 18 to 20 song albums instead of like tight 10 track projects because it's all about the streaming bucks baby
1: it is uh, i can't wait because uh that's the future of music so let's get excited for the death of movies and the rise of uh critically acclaimed miniseries uh, I can't, they, it's, they're going to do the Irishman, but as a four part movie, uh, they're going to recut it. I almost guarantee it at this point. Um, it should be interesting to see. Uh, let, let's talk about this next thing that that's coming up here. Uh, it's another thing from Netflix and, uh, it's called archive 81, something I'm absolutely into. Uh, it's, uh, looking like it's someone who takes a job to try and restore a collection of damaged videotapes, but then he finds out via the found footage that there's more to the apartment complex fire than he initially thought and he ends up. Having a connection with one of the victims. Netflix is obsessed with cults, with the demonic, and with the year 1994. That's what Fear Street, that awful oh my trilogy gosh. that we watched, <laughs> was all about. Okay? You
2: know, like. Oh God! I, I, yeah, I still have flashbacks to having to watch three Fear Street movies for one show. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, it was a yeah. commitment, and we, we, I, I vastly overplayed how
1: into it I thought we would be. Uh, but it, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I, what this is weird to see, like nostalgia now for the year 1994. They're like, look at how far back in time it is. I'm like, oh god, I was alive then. Oh no, oh it hurts. I'm one of the olds now. This isn't good. Uh, I
0: mean, in
2: 1994, I was at I was living. My my family was in Austin, Texas. So uh, if you were born then, we were in the same state briefly.
1: Wow, I, I'm so sorry as <laughs> yeah. well. Uh, the, <laughs> Alex Jones moved to town, and y'all moved out. Huh? That, <laughs> yeah. That's what ended up happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, only room for one grade at a time. I
2: totally see like where you're coming from here. Like, there, like, what is up with Netflix? Like, obsession with cults. Um, I know, like, at, at least from what I've been seeing online and what, well, like, what sort of media is coming out now. Like, cults, cults are gonna have a big year in 2022, I think. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out, throw out a wild prediction. Uh, it's gonna, gonna be
1: aliens again in this one.
2: Aliens and cults. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Place place your bets for the year. Those are those are the big trends.
1: I don't know. I saw I saw enough goat blood. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going hardcore like uh, Catholicism, but evil kind of vibe from this apartment. Okay. But, or you know maybe it's just like an evil landlord in the apartment <laughs> building, and that's what caused the fire. Uh, and you're like, oh wow, the greatest villain of all was man. But also there definitely was some weird cult shit. And she kind of is a ghost. I think. Who might be haunting me? But I'm into it, and we have a connection. Yeah, and,
2: uh, this is this is actually uh, gonna gonna hold uh, Eric Adams, uh, housing transition guy, accountable because apparently he was the landlord <laughs> in, of that Bronx apartment that just burned down. So, uh, oh great, yeah. Bre- oh breaking scandal! NYC here in the city. Mayor just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a great <laughs> uh, job. Uh, expectation, I think. great
1: yeah. job. Expectations are so low for New York mayors, and still, still it continues to to just. Oh my yeah God. he's, he's only like over one he's only
2: one week in and he already like staged a fight between two guys where he called the cops on them um and then had the cops and then the cops just drove by and did nothing and now his like the the guy the guy who was leading his like housing and like urban development transition team is like literally the owner of the of this building that didn't provide <laughs> their residents heat so they had to use space heaters, which oh, what do you what do you know? It started a fire. But any, anyway, this isn't a political podcast, whatever. But
1: <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Let, let's let's avoid the politics and instead talk about this next trailer <laughs> of something no one can look and see the politics of. Uh, yeah. It's called the last thing Mary saw, which is about a, a young woman named Mary who uh, she's blind and in the series of flashbacks told through her recounting the tale we find out she's involved in an 1800s lesbian romance that's forbidden so i guess she was maimed for it you see it's it's the past and they're lesbians so they have to be sad it's the way that they tell movies these days
2: yeah i mean like when you know whenever you approach like a period piece it's like you know the the obvious framing. It's it's kind of cliched at this point, but like the it, it's t- like telling a story about like contemporary times, but mm-hmm. through the lens of this past thing. But like, it, it, is this saying that like lesbianism is forbidden nowadays? It's it's also kind of implying that it's satanic, right? Like <laughs> that's why it's forbidden. Yeah, you know, is,
1: <laughs> people are afraid of letting Satan into their hearts. You know, just, just take the good word of Satan and uh yeah, Satan runs some of the best apartment complexes in the world. That's in <laughs> fact what the biggest twist is in our yeah. eighty one.
2: <laughs> Satan is my landlord. That's a, that's a good premise. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Uh, the The other note about this was that uh, this is a it looks like a shutter original. So the horror streaming service shutter is uh, trying to once again make it out with some original content. And so I I don't know if they're going to become the Netflix's version of a 24 that I think they want to be, but, uh, God bless them for trying. It's great. With I, this is a premise.
0: I, 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 I saw that note and I was like, man, shutter is maybe my favorite streaming service to be honest,
1: just because of all the sad horror, lesbian romance <laughs> uh, it, stories.
0: No, well, you know, who doesn't love a sad horror, lesbian, uh, story, but like they, they <laughs> put out some like fantastic, uh, indie horror movies and, and, um, this one I think I will not see because this one looks terrible. But uh, <laughs> their battery yeah. average is usually pretty good. I didn't even like <laughs> yeah. so
2: so so. Shutter is like a horror only streaming service. Is that because yeah, I never heard of this
1: before? Yeah, I I think that Shutter can like has all the the foundations to try and do something really cool and really good. I just don't see them ever fully capitalizing on it. But I also don't have the Shudder streaming service app so you know like uh tell me chris what's the pitch line here like what what is uh the appeal of shutter uh
0: basically i think what they try to do is bring like all like the classic like the video nasties of the 1980s to with like a lot of modern stuff uh they're just kind of like kind of like what, what you said the a24 kind of like a neon for for horror movies and that all goes to their to their app which again for my money five bucks You get all kinds of horror movies.
1: It's a lot better than what I'm having to do with uh, uh, my DVR deleted season one of Yellowstone because I recorded so many episodes. And so now I have to buy Peacock for the month to go through our Yellowstone side series. And oh my God, I have never felt... Uh, Less into an app than like when they're like, do you remember watching The Office? Huh? Do you want to watch all of the alumni of The Office and their various other shows that you don't care about? Well, get Peacock. It's flocking hilarious. Like I I wanted to blow my brains out. It's miserable, is what it is. Um, but le- let's let's move on, though. Let's talk about the this next trailer here. Truly, something prescient of in for our times. It's uh, called Super Pumped: The Battle for Uber, where we get to watch uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt be the gig economy wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he's he's and, supposed
2: to be Travis Kalanick here, right? Like that's I
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean,
2: honestly, like I feel like that, like. Stories like this, they've they've already passed. Like the the sort of like zeitgeist moves so quickly that like if you're actually trying to make something that's like resonating with what's going on right now, like make something about like degenerate crypto traders like losing their apes to <laughs> phishing scams. Like, <laughs>
0: I want to see the island.
2: Yeah. Ahead, crypto <laughs> island. Crypto yes, island. crypto. Oh, dude, it could it could be like one of those like streaming service reality shows. Like oh my
1: god yeah. yeah no I think you're right yeah I would just honestly like to watch a uh, reality show where it's like here is five thousand dollars go and create your own cryptocurrency whoever's crypto is worth the most at the end of the the show uh, you win oh that's Congratulations. so good oh yeah like
2: all <laughs> the obviously the one that that wins is the first to get a griff shop merch collab. Oh, that's, that, there you that's go. Just See. A given.
1: <laughs> All right, come on, Means TV. We got the yeah. show pitch happening right here. Means coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I do get your point though about where it feels like it's a little too late in the game to be doing something about Uber. I also feel like if you are going to be talking about Uber, you need to. Just do something that's kind of, I don't know, probably like five or 10 years from now, do something about Uber. This feels incredibly reactive to that news that was out there probably like a year, year and a half ago uh, about all the California props that came out about, you know, treating Uber drivers like actual employees instead of contractors and things. It seems like that's kind of what spawned uh the conversation about well let's make this a tv show so that within it'll really get on people's minds
2: yeah i mean that was the that was like the um the you know quote-unquote labor activism campaign that those drive like rideshare apps spent like millions and millions on right like you you literally couldn't open so good you you literally couldn't open like uber or lyft in california without getting like um Um, pro prop whatever ads like (laughs) this actually gives our contractors more freedom to go choose their own health insurance on the market
1: yeah isn't that really cool and good ha 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 ha. don't worry you're gonna watch this ad for another 30 to 40 times today (laughs) so you'll be fine just just a a show that felt like it wasn't quite You know, hitting the mark here, but let's talk about something that really is in tune with the zeitgeist right now. Uh, The Gilded Age. It's a new show from the creator of Downton Abbey set in 1880s New York City. So it's not just an upstairs downstairs. It's also about new versus old money. Yeah, the Gilded Age. Let's get fucked up, bros. Let's go watch some Gilded Age. Oh, it's so
2: it's so fucking heavy handed. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but like the whenever you're doing a period piece, it's like obviously supposed to be about what's going on in in, in contemporaneous times, and like the lines of dialogue in this trailer, like the old New York, the new money, and it's just like. Do you know what the new the money
1: guy was, shit. by the way? Who? Our, our male protagonist, he is a robber baron. Of
2: course. Yeah, they were...
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, this new money. Oh, I hate him because it's new money. How about you just hate him because he's a robber baron? Wouldn't that just be like... A, my? Uh, there's no good character, it seems, to root for. And then they're like, uh, we are going to do incredibly well and have a a person of color join our show congratulations as a member of the help yeah uh, we couldn't find a more creative way come on
2: yeah i mean 1880s new york uh you know big big time for uh for for black women making strides at uh, obtaining rights you know like that's 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 the time (laughs) and the place for that storyline for
0: sure. I'm, uh, I'm again, praying. She's, I, I she's a secret lesbian.
1: <laughs> <That's why laughs> oh, no. Anymore, oh, no. The horror episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I would like there to be a special episode of, of this show where it's like her speaking with an Italian and an Irish woman. And they're like, all three of us have it equally hard here. <laughs> the yes.
0: City. The whites are, are having it tougher. <laughs> <laughs> you think about that. Oh my god. Well, yeah. I, I don't know about that line. We need be-
2: we need pieces of media that show that Italian and Irish people weren't white before at least like World War II <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. Uh I have a feeling that we're going to get a lot more of that <laughs> I didn't I thought the Down Abbey's time had come and passed. I didn't realize that there was a revival. Like there's a Down Abbey movie that's coming out later this year. It fucking blows my mind that people were ever into it and that people are still into it enough for them to want to make a whole show about it.
2: Wait, wait, us as 20-somethings bros have different media consumption habits than um, elderly white women? This is is blowing my mind right
1: now. This might become like our mom's new favorite show. I understand, (laughs) and like it might be something that like our girlfriends might watch, like ironically at first, before like getting sucked into the series. Like a person I was dating, like started watching Down the Abbey incredibly ironically at the beginning of him fell in love with Dan Stevens and I was like uh-huh this is how they get you this is what happens uh, this exact formula so can't wait for it to, to happen all over again uh, it's just weird to feel it just feels so much like a Downton Abbey rehash which isn't uh, a rehash uh, when we're talking about uh, this next trailer for Bel Air. We got it. The official trailer. It's no longer the teaser <laughs> of what looks like a, a, a black teen getting waterboarded uh, underneath oh, the God. pool. Instead, oh, we, we get a, a full-blown trailer for the dramatic uh, remake of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So uh, what did we think about uh, Black Beverly Hills 90210?
2: Oh, this I mean this just looks incredibly tame and safe and uh, nostalgia poison as you put it here is like a good uh, uh, that's a that's a really really uh, good turn of phrase to describe it Um, I mean like I think there could be like if this show is actually willing to take risks there could be some interesting conflicts you could set up between like the 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 traditional values of like the West Philly hood versus like the woke progressive environment of Bel Air where like 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 oh you 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 can't call that that white kid that word he's gay you know <laughs> like uh
1: but like you know, i i think that would be something but real quick grift uh what streaming service is this show coming out on uh is this peacock it's peacock grift nbc do you think nbc is gonna are these the creative hands that we trust to be able to tread this line no no <laughs> they're, they're just they're just gonna
2: fall back on basic uh like race essentialism for sure. Well oh, yeah. while well, passing it off as woke. I mean, we you know it's-
1: <laughs> but you don't understand it it's complex because Carlton is a conservative who's also a lacrosse player, which cool, I guess, <laughs> that they <laughs> went with lacrosse. Like Carlton, you know that nerdy kid that was kind of like the butt of the joke, but he was so nerdy that it, you found out that he was good in certain areas of the high school. Well, it turns out he's just really athletic, really handsome, really smart, and really good at everything. Yeah, <laughs> awesome! I, I love this character that exists.
0: Uh, Alfonso Ribera was secretly cut on that show, and they always had to hide it in the original. I don't know if you know, like I always thought. I always, I always thought that was funny. Like. There was one episode where he was pretending to like he couldn't work out and then like the next episode he'd be like shirts off looks like he could bench 350 and i was like damn
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> you know like Biden's it's like. called acting you know uh, to, uh, to be able to portray that level of a dork while while being that jacked and then have your legacy still be that you were a dork that's that is a true commitment to character i think the entire time I would love to be known as that dorky guy but also be super yoked in real life like that would be wonderful I, I would kill to have it yeah like.
2: it's it's called like a studio funded uh fitness diet exercise steroid regimen we've,
0: we've seen well, it before I, I, <laughs> the kingo regimen <laughs> yeah the kingo
2: <laughs> yeah. oh my god the, the, the kingo system <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I I think we got an episode
1: title right there. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I like it. This Carlton as a member of the Eternals. (laughs) Um, So uh, this next trailer that we got going on is for a film called Blacklight, which I feel like this needs to be like its own genre of movie right now, which is a Liam Neeson need to get my family back revenge action film. Yeah. Right? That's like the subgenres. It feels like one of those hyper-specific Netflix yeah. categories that exist. I mean,
2: this also feels like a very post-January 6 movie, um, because it's obviously coming from like uh, you know, like a reactionary, traditionally right-wing um like viewpoint, but the feds are the bad guys in this one, because now, you know, they the January 6th massive honeypot, you know, there's the whole movement to turn you know any anybody associated with that into like a domestic terrorist and you know you you have something called like operation unity is uh, in this as like you can totally see that as like the name of like a psyop run by like joe biden's fbi (laughs) like
1: I don't even think it would be a PSYOP. I think that would be on, like, buses and bumper stickers. We <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> would call it Operation Unity, and it would be a picture of Commander Biden, the dog, giving, like, a paw up kind of a thing, you know?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that would be, like, one of the NGOs that uh, Black Lives Matter gave all the money they got in summer 2022. Hey,
1: and that money went to all the right places. That's right. It uh, didn't get you know put into some bizarre offshore account so that way then someone could buy a whole bunch of apes. really yeah. makes you think about it. Uh, oh, oh god! I'm not going to draw these comparisons. <laughs> I'm leaving that for the crypto bros. Okay? <laughs> there, were,
2: there was actually an article the other day like Are Bored Apes Racist? Like from from some paper <laughs> <Great>. record <laughs> yeah.
1: of all the fucking things to uh, just think about. Yeah. God, damn. that was a a four chan op, apparently.
2: Oh, 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 Of course it was. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. That 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 checks out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love to see the think pieces that take place. Uh satire is dead. What's a psyop, what's satire? I don't know the difference anymore. But thankfully Liam Neeson can write you know, write the ship with his like bizarre right wing schlock because I mean <laughs> I I love these kinds of movies and I hate myself for liking them, but like it's so good when it's like you're gonna need more men and I was like that's I bet you that's a that's what they use in the poster and then sure enough you're gonna need more men is what's in the poster and I'm like that's right God bless you you basic orange and blue color scheme I like I, see
2: it, I, I I like how he says like I've done extortion I've done physical coercion murder. Not on my menu. It's like, it's playing like Grandpa (laughs) Batman.
1: Yeah, it, 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 I think it's also going to be a lot like Batman, where it, like they find out like, oh no, you've killed a lot of people. Like it, we told you that you didn't, but you absolutely have broken necks before. All these people, no, like when they went to the hospital, we just put them down like dogs, you <laughs> yeah. know.
2: Put- <laughs> yeah, they. Were, I mean, they were technically alive when they got there. So like, we we you know there was some brain activity, but you know, so you technically didn't kill them. But uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know how you have that line like I'm not going to kill you but I'm not going to save you well you know we found a whole bunch of doctors who have that exact same line and uh, that hospital ooh, let me tell you it gets the job done immediately all those people just dead done <laughs> Don't respect our frontline healthcare workers <laughs> <laughs> uh, the N95 mask but for mustard gas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it um.
2: Smothering you in an N ninety five. Just put this on. <laughs> it's a respirator. No, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Uh,
1: so uh, now though let, let's do a quick plug of course uh, for our Patreon for five bucks a month you can show your support for the show once we hit 25 patrons we'll be doing a show like this uh, Patreon exclusive uh, Gigocast every week so that would be a, a blast in the meantime though you can check out our Patreon content that we have going on like our exclusive series Yellowstone where we are doing a episode by episode recap review and discussion about uh, just just you know our favorite Montana dynasty bunch of cowboys. It's great. One family member can't stop killing people, and I love it.
2: Yeah, um, I rewatched the, the the second episode today in preparation for uh, recording after this. And um, yeah, you can you can say that you aren't uh, celibate. You just listen to Yellowstone too much. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if you... <laughs>
1: oh uh, i love making inside jokes and then don't make any sense i'm so sorry chris it's okay well we'll we'll move on to but thankfully uh another piece topic. puzzle together later. yeah
2: yeah you could <laughs> you could you could piece minded. it together later for five bucks a month <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's going to be better than that. So let's talk about a couple of news stories that we have going on. First off, Kanye West is exhibiting the the greatest form of divorce guy energy I think I've ever seen. Uh, kudos to him. Uh, there was an, an interview between his new boo Julia Fox uh, talking about what it's like to date Kanye West, and you just love to see toxic couples thrive, don't we? Like, this, I mean, this
2: doesn't even seem, like, that toxic. I mean, I guess they're both technically still married, but, you know, obviously, like, estranged celebrities. They had a
1: mid-dinner photo shoot, Grift, I, I cannot tell you if I was needing like a refill on something, and then <laughs> like two tables over, Kanye West and Julia we were starting a photo shoot. Like, wow, well, ah, man, we should have really just gotten the check earlier. Fuck, oh my god, we're gonna be here. You so know, long. it's
2: it's 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 been four hundred years. Uh, seeing slave play is a choice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, it's also the hotel room full of clothes, too. You know that that sounds like a entirely stable, not at all manic individual. Uh, where it's very romantic in the moment when it's a hotel suite full of clothes, and then you know, like when he's asking her to try on every single outfit, and then why hasn't she worn outfit number four hundred and thirty-five uh, and gets mad about it? You know, I, who's to say what what can happen? But. Uh, if he's
0: not, if he's not rich, you got to be thinking this man's going to turn me into a skin suit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it, yeah,
1: being rich really does go a long way. I think with uh, helping out, your eccentricities seem much more quirky and much less disturbing <laughs> than they actually are.
2: Yeah, uh, Kanye hopping on the remix of Future's uh, "My Collection."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a list of <laughs> women's first names and gps coordinates <laughs> <It's all. laughs>
2: just, yeah hanging up the skin suits in the closet yes. on hangers
1: <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! What a time! What a time! I think uh, for that, but uh, God bless him. Uh, probably uh, the greatest line I uh, saw was, "I haven't seen a man uh, be this divorced since Henry the when he <laughs> founded the Anglican Church."
2: <laughs> oh, that goes off! Yeah.
1: Uh, you know just just uh again you got to respect it and I'm looking forward to the new album cut that he's going to make because this is going to be something that is I think going to be right up there it's going to be on every a 24 soundtrack it's going to be on uh every euphoria season three uh, episode one cut it's going to be a part of bel-air the entire time so yeah I, can't I, wait.
2: I, I cannot wait to watch the 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 teens at euphoria high uh, overdose uh to 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 spice um <laughs> like two tracks from like the like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy too <laughs> <laughs>
1: my more beautiful even darker i gotta say the album does go off but not the most creative title <laughs> i'm just gonna say yeah. right off the top here kanye um all right, so next storyline that we got going on is uh, the Golden Globes happened. Wow, I, everyone knew that, right, uh, before that was in the docket, right? Uh, everyone paid attention to that, and we were all waiting with bated breath, wondering like who's going to win Best uh, Actor, who's going to win Best Director. Uh, we were staying up at night, laying out some milk and cookies for the uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, really hoping, right?
0: Yeah, I I was hoping they would give it to the tourist again. <laughs> you remember that scandal oh my god yeah I, I i got i got banned
2: from twitter for um for promoting the uh toxic conspiracy theory that the golden globes aren't real uh i'm a, I'm a golden globes <laughs> truther
1: uh. i think it's time that we reject the golden globes just on the very i mean it's nice because we have a, a litany of reasons <sighs> to boycott the golden globes or to just ignore them um But the main reason being is that I think they nominate pretty much everyone that you would think that the Hollywood foreign press would nominate. And then the people who win are the people who you think would win. Like Succession won for Best Drama, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress. Dune won for Best Original Score, Power of the Dog won for Best Picture, and then Best Director. It was all very incredibly chalk based on how they divide up things. And so... I, I don't see why anyone um, takes any uh, account towards wanting to watch this other than to see uh, actors and things be charming, but it wasn't even televised right now. So uh, their loss, I suppose. I thought it was great they gave a Lifetime Achievement Award to Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought it was past due, to be It's honest. time.
1: It's time. It's going to be weird when Cosby dies cuz like are they going to do like a in in remembrance of is he going to be on the wall or are they just going to be like nope never mind uh, <laughs> uh, give a hotline number for sexual assault victims instead He's free he served his
0: time he's he's, he's a citizen again I, I, I mean as <laughs> a uh, Cosby
2: again. as a as a Twitter podcast uh, you know we eventually need to make the pilgrimage to his star on the on the Hollywood Boulevard Deep cut right there. (laughs) I can't wait.
1: We'll just be touching it, you know, just uh, with with bated breath. Our personal journey to Mecca, I think, uh, could be what it is. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I wish I could get more hyped up about, oh, the Golden Globes happened, but it, it didn't mean anything. It's not even like the Emmys. The Golden Globes is now getting into that territory of where I think if it fades away, the world might be better off for it. So let's, uh, make sure they go gentle into that good night. Uh, let, let's talk about this next, uh, storyline though. Tom Holland once pitched a James Bond origin movie that got rejected. Yay. But then that led Sony to then pitching him, uh, the uncharted movie, which actually got made. Boo. <laughs>
2: Yeah, fake it till you make it. Um but honestly like I think they should let him make this otherwise like he's expressed um interest uh online recently in uh becoming a landlord uh and because yeah. apparently it's like virtuous when you charge people rent at below market rates which is, is is he How British? Because nice like the I, I've heard I've heard terrible things about the, the the rent in London. But you know, as I mean, I'm, I'm in New York City. I I, I can't talk. But uh,
1: I think like, that's the entire plot of Last Night in Soho. But uh, that, <laughs> yeah, you're right getting there. evicted. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> He's actually on Eric Adams' transition team as yeah.
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> Late breaking
2: scoop. You heard it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The guerrilla marketing here for Uncharted has taken a dark turn <laughs> with the burning of this building. Oh man, yeah, just, uh, Tom
2: Tom Holland as, as Spider Man burning down your your slum like your slumlord building for the insurance
1: money. <laughs> oh geez, Mister Stark told me about this amazing investment opportunity. It's how you can flip it with the undesirables.
2: I mean, Queens is being actively gentrified right now. So it checks out.
1: Uh, you know, it's also nice to see because uh, it's confirmation, as you were alluding to earlier, Grift, that if Holland wasn't actually an actor, he would be a monster. <laughs> like, <laughs> he would be doing just uh, unspeakable things towards these people's lives because it's weird that someone's like, you know, Robert Pattinson lives like a raccoon man uh, when he's not an actor. And, you know, that's kind of what makes him happy. Leonardo DiCaprio is bitching about climate change but then also living in a, on a yacht and then having sex with supermodels you know like that seems more whimsical than Holland's idea of I want to take money from people and they give it to me because I own a building <laughs> yes that's what I want to do the Hannibal Buress way of life uh. <laughs> I mean, and I, I, I hate to to be the, this guy here, but, like, that story came out as the Hawkeye TV show was airing, and the Hawkeye TV show is based on a comic run where Hawkeye, like, inherits, essentially uh A entire building in New York and becomes the de facto landlord. So I do wonder if Holland was just kind of given that comic by Disney to read for a press junket in case he's asked about Hawkeye stuff, and then thought, "Oh, hey, I want to do this. This doesn't seem like that bad of an idea."
0: I can see Holland thinking the comics are
1: real. He's <laughs> like, "New stories about me." <laughs> Walking up to Jeremy Renner like, it's crazy that you did this. I can't (laughs) believe it. Uh, God bless him and his, his bizarrely young, uh, Uh, face. Uh, let's talk about this next thing here. It's, uh, technically a trailer, not really a trailer boys season three teaser trailer came out, but really the trailer said that season three is coming out June 3rd, 2022. So yay. We have a hard set date for the boys. I've watched the first two seasons of the boys. I've liked it. I have noticed that they started veering into blurring the lines of satire and, um, self-awareness that I don't think that they kind of uh, are as clever as they think they are in some things. And that got compounded because immediately after this teaser trailer, there was a liquid death commercial starring the deep, despite all this charisma and stupidness, it could not work its way around the fact that it was in fact a commercial for liquid death. Canned water is what was being advertised courtesy of the boys.
2: Like, just, if you don't, if you aren't familiar with Liquid Death, it is, it's like the canned water company that, uh, sponsors Astroworld and then sells, like, $10, uh, canned waters and only, uh, two public water fountains for a 50,000-goer concert, (laughs) um, they're but-
1: the Tom Holland of water companies. <laughs> yeah. Point, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I was just
2: picturing like, like the deep, like strangling a sea turtle with like the plastic rings from a six pack of liquid death. Like it, it's good yeah. for the environment. You can recycle the <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh,
1: God, it it just it's also like liquid death as a company is one of the most edge lord water companies because oh, they're like yeah. "Fuck you we're not plastic bottles we're aluminum yeah it tastes different it tastes better yeah it's like uh, okay guys really you realize that like brita filters exist right yeah. like that's your competition here it's not the people who are buying packs of water for the soccer team but go oh, need water for pussy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yo, yo, what if, what
2: if your water killed you? <laughs> like, like.
1: <laughs> Hold on. That might be a shutter original movie premise. <laughs> Got to be oh, careful there.
2: Yeah. Coming, coming from our new network, uh, Flint TV. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. I, I enjoy the boys though. I think um, that the, they're, are uh, doing some interesting conversations starting because anytime I think, oh, well, they're not as out there as they think they are. They are getting all the exact people mad that I think would just be better off not being mad about the show. And so it's it's just you know one of those things. If I guess in June they'll have successfully won me over and I'll start watching the show yet again, like the sweet little piss pig that I am.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I enjoyed the first season of The Boys. I remember I. Started to watch the second season and then for some reason didn't continue. Um, I'm not for any particular like reason I can remember of not liking it. I think I just got sidetracked into other under other media consumption. But it's it's always funny when this like you know um, self aware superhero satire, obviously making fun of like the MCU and the intersection between superhero big budget movies and the military industrial complex is literally like produced by Amazon like so it's exactly yeah there's there's a certain like when it becomes almost like too self-aware with 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 this sort of like ironic commercial it starts becoming a little
1: little sinister. It's almost like in season three, I wouldn't put it past them if uh Vaught were to make their own version of a superhero show that makes fun of superheroes for counter programming. Oh, they're hundred like, percent gonna oh, do that. Uh,
2: they're gonna they're gonna add they're gonna add like a new superhero to the team, but it's gonna be like a satirical superhero, but it's for for the show, but they're gonna be the actual villain behind things. I'm calling it now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bo- the boys season four. That's going to be the plot.
1: I, I, I can't wait. Uh, it's it's going to involve hammer hands, I bet. But we can talk more about those theories later on. Instead, let's talk about more corporate news. This is something that I haven't seen anyone talking about, but I thought was fucking hilarious. Warner Media and Viacom CBS are exploring the sale of the CW. Specifically, they're looking at selling the CW network to NextStar Media Group, who... Most famously, rebranded WG in America to become the faux Fox News wannabe show uh, station, whatever you want to call it, called News Nation. So what a joy for the CW.
2: Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I thought this this plot in the third season of succession was kind of mid. So, uh, like, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's, let's, let's have, let's have the Riverdale team start making, um, like appearances on conservative cable news. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would love to have Archie just become anti-vax like a hard right turn yeah.
0: just out of
2: nowhere. You know, when you when you have to experience the highs and lows of high school football, you can't you can't have any spike <laughs> proteins in your in your DNA. <laughs>
1: oh god getting one of those sweet life of zach and cody kids to just be like i'm different i'm unique i'm a free thinker i don't take the vaccine i won't live in your prison And it's like no one in our town is vaccinated you understand that right like you're not the free thinker that you think you are we live in a coal mine town that somehow still has the economics of 1930s west virginia for some unexplained reason (laughs) (laughs) What a show. What a show indeed. Uh, Yeah, I I think the CW never really took off the way that I think people were hoping it to, you know, like it kind of always became the teen young adult version of whatever was popular in uh, the the news and in the media. And I think what uh, media companies in general are realizing is that market and that demographic, you can just have a streaming show that is a knockoff of your own property, and then you can just have them go directly. There's no reason to broadcast at a set time on a uh, cable news station.
2: And, like, I mean, this should probably, like, if this goes through, I imagine it would probably improve the quality of those CW superhero shows, because I remember, like, a lot of people... No, they're
1: dead to me. They're dead to me. A lot of people
2: watch those, but, like, I've been seeing some clips, like, making fun of, like the recent episodes where they very obviously like cut the CGI budget by like a factor of 10. And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's like some sort of like direct to VHS, like 90s superhero movie. Um, oh, great. Uh,
1: <laughs> Uh, that, that's what they should do is that they uh, be careful Griff we might have a uh, fantastic idea which is where we have all our characters go back in time and they are going back to like that awful late 80s early 90s level effects for all of the superhero shows and they just have like that for an episode so they can make one for like $20 and change yeah. you know but
2: you see it's ironic uh, it's it's winking at the camera it's not actually bad they're, they're doing it on purpose the boys
1: taught us this yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh well let's talk about this last news story here um and i'm sorry that we're having to end on sports but nickelodeon is deciding to feature the 49ers cowboys game in the nfl playoffs wild card round so the 49ers and Cowboys are meeting for the first time since 1994, and they are going to be appearing on Nickelodeon, among other stations. So Nickelodeon and Viacom, CBS, uh, the parent company, are hoping that the bright lights, live animation, and, of course, the slime will help hook the younger viewers and bring in a new generation of football fans.
2: Yeah, slime season. Let's go. So wait, so so they've they've done this before? Like, this isn't the first... They did this
1: last year with the Chicago Bears uh, versus the New Orleans Saints. And you had, uh, I think Mitch Trubisky was the MVP, Nickelodeon's valuable it player. They made the mistake
0: of having a fan vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they voted for the losing quarterback so it was uh what a time what a time for that um because it was kids they don't know what they're doing they, they just wanted to vote they were having fun and uh it showed you that democracy doesn't work so congratulations if you're man. still in line voting
2: for the slime bowl mvp stay in line the future of our democracy depends on it um, but like, <laughs> wait, so did they did they fill the Gatorade bucket with slime though to to dump on the winning no.
0: coach? <laughs> oh, they my... slimed him later, or actually they they brought slime to slime the MVP. But when it was Mitch Trubisky, they were like. Uh, maybe this is a bad idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we feel bad enough for him at this moment because uh, it, it was a bad loss at the end of a season, of where like he knew he wasn't getting his contract renewed, <laughs> and so it just was one of those like, oh god, oh no, what's going to happen with me in my career? And now the slime.
2: Yeah. Oh, that would be what such a good like trials. fuck you like insult to injury. <laughs> like, just you just <laughs> lost the game, and now we're going to dump a bucket of slime on you. No, I'm, I'm It I'm really should be the losers. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, all the losers. Uh, just a giant, giant pot of slime gets... Uh, like a firing squad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I like that visual that much, Chris. <laughs> 53 men lining up <laughs> and getting just wave after wave uh, of slime poured on them, like from a water cannon. Oh boy, what a yeah, time. Yeah, lining
2: lining up over 50 mostly black men and firing slime at them. Uh what what, what could be problematic? that <laughs> oh, I didn't think about okay. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, no, say. I know. I'm just, I'm, th- I'm thinking out loud about the visual <laughs> optics.
1: As long as it's a black referee doing it, it's okay. We can, we can work with this. <laughs> as
2: long as a member of Eric Adams' transition team is on the officiating squad, it is A-okay. <laughs> we are cleaning up the city. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works.
1: And, uh, oh, boy, th- this is... Is, uh, an episode so uh, thank you so much for joining us Chris I really do appreciate it uh, wh- I mean uh, I guess I could say that uh, you know what what do you have to look forward to among all of these topics that we covered but the answer should be none of them you've convinced me to get shutter so I think that's enough of a moral victory in oh, and yeah. of itself uh but what have you got going on what have you got to plug
0: uh you know it's pretty much dead in for com- comedy wise um i think i'm up for maybe a job at the onion i'm still waiting to hear about that so that, that could be happens, fun the,
1: yeah the, how did they announce like the the job post thing like status or they're like you got it haha satire you uh, know oh no. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's a big prank they um they they, they bring one of the one of those big checks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, here's your here's your signing bonus. It's very real. The first person yeah. to
1: cash this gets the job. Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. Uh well wow, that that sounds pretty fun. So yeah, everyone, go check out the onion. Uh, but uh don't check it <laughs> out until Chris starts working there and then give him those sweet, sweet clicks. Uh what Grift, what about you? What's going on in your world?
2: Oh, you know, it's always got a couple collabs in the work. Um, You know, we we mentioned the 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 apes being lost up top. Uh, We got some we got some all my apes lost inspired Planet of the Apes Apes shirts. Uh, So you can go to the go to the classic tees tab in the shop and find those. Um, But yeah, you know, you know what it is, New Year, new grifts. It's 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 all it's always running. Uh, You know, exciting stuff always happening over here.
1: Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you can be excited for this because, uh, as always, the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Giggocast, on Letterboxd at Podcast. and uh, I know what we're going to be covering next week. It's not going to be a Giggocast. We're, we're going to be covering the Eternals, or at least I am. Grift, I'm so sorry you, you don't have to join me in this quest. But uh, it's my hype up for Moonfall. If we're going to deal with a hollow moon, I was told this involves a hollow earth oh. uh, of some kind, of another giant egg. And so uh, I can't wait to figure out how that ties into the uh, Bollywood numbers. And then, of course, Kingo popping up himself. Okay. The man, the myth, the legend.
2: Honestly, if there's a hollow earth, I am I will watch this and rip on it with you guys. Because we've, we've made too many Eternals jokes for like me not to see it because I, I i feel like like <laughs> that's you that's hope. my cope <laughs> like, well yeah i've got my
1: mileage out of it so i might as well yeah, yeah I, I i understand but um Yeah, I I think that we'll have a fun time doing that. So everyone be sure and check that out. We're doing it now that it's going to be available on Disney+. Plus. So uh, it's going to be nice and easy. It's the perfect way to watch MCU stuff for free and not even free. It's because I pay for it for my kid to watch Bluey over and over and over again, incessantly until the end of time. So uh, that's what we have going on in our world. Uh, Go ahead, check us out, support us on Patreon. On all that lovely fun stuff. In the meantime, bye, y'all. Love you. Peace.